former Spash Athletic Director is now in charge of the WIAA. A week ago today, Stephanie Hauser was named Executive Director of the WIAA after Dave Anderson is stepping down after six years. She will also become the first woman to ever serve as an Executive Director for the WIAA. Maddenfield sits down with the Stevens Point native in her first interview since accepting the job about how it feels. What have the last 72 hours been like for you and your family? Well, it's been a whirlwind. I'm not sure if you are aware, but we also hosted the alternate state uh, volleyball tournament, boys and girls at Kakana on Saturday. So between hosting that event and then the interview process, finishing up on Thursday evening, board of control meeting that morning and, and getting that job offer on Friday afternoon, it has been a really, a really amazing and emotional 72 hours. So many words of encouragement and, and text messages and calls. And it's been really fun. I'm enjoying the honeymoon period. <laughs> so this wasn't one of those where you found out and they sat on it before they announced it because they announced it on Friday afternoon. So you had only found out a couple of hours beforehand. Talk me through how you did find out. Well, we had a board of control meeting. Oh, as I mentioned, we had our final interviews on Thursday and uh, we had a board meeting on Friday morning. The board went into a closed session to discuss things. And I found out probably an hour later, they called me back into the boardroom to offer me the position. So I was caught off guard. I did not expect that that was happening on Friday. I was a little bit at a loss for words when, when they first um, you know, asked me or offered me the position, but I was just so honored. When you think about the people that have come before Dave Anderson and myself and people that have worked in this building, Karen Kuhn, Deb Hauser, Frank McCormick, Doug Chickering. I mean, it's just amazing. The list goes on and on. And so it is quite an honor, very humbled, but really excited about the opportunity. What is your immediate reaction? Is it simply that you're speechless or what? You know, now that it's settled in, I really was speechless at first, but now that it's settled in, I'm just really, really excited and I'm, I'm kind of chomping at the bit, ready to go. But first things first, we have a state softball tournament to plan for and, and things are going to look very different yet this whole year. And so we've got work to do in the coaches association and the softball coaches advisory committee. And I've been working hard trying to come up with a plan for the tournament series for softball. So first things first. Yeah, we'll hit on the challenges ahead in just a bit. So you find out in the board meeting on Friday, you find out in person, do you wait to get home to tell your husband, Joey, Sam, Nikki, or do you call one of them? What does that look like? Well, I was told by the board to wait for a little bit. They had some details to work out, you know, to finish up the process. And so I was allowed to talk to Dave. So he and I, he and I spoke about it, but we made a pact between the two of us that we weren't going to tell the kids until I was given the go ahead. So it was about two hours later and I FaceTime with each of the kids to give them the news. And they were really excited right from the get-go. They said, mom, we want you to go for this. We think you'll do a great job. And so I did have the full support of my three kids and my husband, which was uh, really validating for me. Wouldn't have even applied without their support. How would you describe the entire process? Was it more fun and exciting or stressful and nerve wracking? Fun and exciting, absolutely. 
It was an opportunity to speak with the board of control about my vision for education-based athletics and what I see as the future of the WIAA. And um, no, I really, I, I thought it was very rewarding, very exciting, be able to think about the future with respect to the past and the present, but then looking ahead is what might be. And certainly with really embracing what our challenges will be moving forward with all of the, the pandemic related issues. But with every challenge, it brings opportunities. And I really believe that because so many student athletes have had education-based athletics taken away this year due to the challenges from COVID-19, more than ever, I believe that they really value it and appreciate it and want it back. And so it's going to be our job to bring it back and to really capitalize on that moment of um, how exciting it is for students and student athletes and communities and schools. In simple terms, what is your vision? My vision is really providing the opportunity for every student in the state of Wisconsin to have access to, to education-based athletics. Um, I know what a difference it's made in my own life, in my own children's lives, in my, you know, my extended family's lives. And it really truly is, it's, it's a difference maker for people. Uh, your path truly can be changed because of experiences with not only high school athletics, but with other clubs and activities, fine arts programs. It's, it just helps kids find themselves and grow and, and blossom into this, you know, this young adult that's ready to take on the world. So we want to make sure that every student has access to that. It feels fairly obvious to me looking at your resume about why you are the best person for this job. I'm sure you were asked this question during the interview process, but why, in your own words, do you feel like you're the best person for the job? I believe that right now at this time and place in history, my communication skills are, are very two-way. I am a, I'm, an, I'm a listener. as which is equally important to sharing your views with others is hearing what others have to say. And more than ever right now, we need to work together to find ways to move ahead. So I do believe that that is a skill set that's going to be really valuable for me as I move forward. And truly is, as I mentioned, I do have a vision and I have an absolute passion for high school athletics, because again, I believe that it changes lives. And so with the challenges that we're going to be faced the next leader needs to have that passion and that energy and that commitment to roll up the sleeves and continue working very, very hard for the betterment of our schools and for those students that walk the halls every day. Do you think that given you've been an assistant director for the last six years, the transition is going to be pretty seamless or is there more than meets the naked eye when it comes to that? I have a lot to learn, no doubt about it. And I know Dave is gonna help me with that transition to make it as smooth as it can be. But absolutely the past six years, almost six years in this office has is given me a lot of, um, of knowledge that will make that transition more smooth. Just getting to know the ins and outs of how the WIAA operations work behind the scenes, that will save time. And again, with it being a pretty challenging time right now, that time savings and not having to figure out quite as much is going to be helpful for us moving forward as an organization very quickly. But again, having Dave here to lean on and help me through that transition is going to be really key. Let's start with short-term goals. And you talked about the pandemic and whatnot. Have you started to map out 
what those challenges and goals look like once you start officially in July and how you hope to make the WIA and all of its member schools stronger coming out of the pandemic. Making sure that our schools do feel prepared for this next chapter. You know, we are not through this pandemic yet. Certainly we're in a, a better place if, um, if nothing else, we have so much more knowledge than we did one year ago starting the school year. And so our job is gonna to be to be proactive to work with our sports medical advisory committee, to work with our partners, our the WADA organization, you know, the school leadership organizations to make sure their schools feel prepared with regard to athletics. So the questions that need to be asked is what have we learned? What did we do well? What do we need to do better? And so that schools just feel that they're better equipped to start those fall sports this year in light of the fact that we still are dealing with challenges. So those would be our short-term goals just to make sure that our schools do feel ready to go. I imagine you're pretty focused on that. Are there any long-term goals that come to mind that you've mapped out or are you not even that far ahead yet? I have some ideas, but certainly I'm not quite that far ahead. The one thing that I want to make sure that we embrace as an organization, as I know that our schools have and other places of business in the world has embraced, we know now that we can do things a bit differently. We were forced to do things differently this past year. And in kind of a strange kind of a way, it was really an eye opener to, to realize that we are more flexible and we are more malleable than we even realized. And so again, those key, key questions that we need to ask ourselves is what have we learned? And are there some things that we've done a little differently that we actually like even better? So uh, for the WIA as an organization itself, our biggest challenge has been financially because we are so revenue based on ticket sales. And so that was very much um, very much a, you know, a, a punch this year, not having those, a punch to the gut. So we're going to have to be creative and talk about moving forward. What are some creative ways that we can generate revenues that's not solely based upon selling tickets at state tournament events? While we hope that we can get back to filling up those venues in the very near future, I don't want to count on the fact that that's for sure going to happen this next year. Yep, I hope that happens too. That that energy is, it can't do. be replicated. It can't be replicated anywhere else for sure. Oh. Biggest learning lesson from working closely with Dave over the last six, almost six years is what? I would say patience is probably something that Dave has really taught me that, that great ideas are great ideas, but there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people to have conversations with. You want to move forward together. Uh, you certainly don't want to make change simply for the sake of change. You want to make changes when truly you believe it's going to be for the betterment of our student athletes and for our schools. And so I think patience is probably something that I've learned most from Dave. Biggest challenge that awaits you? Is it COVID related or is it something else you think? I was asked the same question in my final interview last Thursday, and I truly could not come up with an answer. And I've thought about that, you know, for now, three days. Why, why couldn't I come up with an answer what I believe the biggest challenge will be for me? And it's because I'm a positive leader who sees challenges as opportunities. And yes, I, I embrace the fact that we have a lot of challenges that we're facing right now, but each one of those challenges brings an opportunity. We have an opportunity to bring our student athletes back. And we, we have an opportunity to do that in um, a more knowledgeable way than we have in the past. 
And again, with probably a greater level of appreciation for having high school sports than ever before. Thing that excites you the most? I love my job. I love what I do. I've loved everything that I've done, though. I've loved being in a classroom. I really enjoyed being a high school athletic director and assistant principal. I have so enjoyed my time here at the WIA for six years. And so I think just the idea of a, uh, of a new responsibility, a new opportunity, it's exciting. It really, you know, recharges the battery and you, you think about all of these things that you would like hope to see come and um, come to fruition and really truly hope, hope is powerful. I hope to convey that to our members throughout the state. For sure. Obviously, the the crux of your position is that you are serving the schools that are part of the WIA and making sure that they come first. That being said, you are going to have your fingerprints all over a lot of different things that involve them. How do you want to make the position your own? Stephanie Hauser's executive directorship as, a pro, as opposed to Dave Anderson or anyone that's come before you or may come after you? I guess, you know, it's just going to be reflective of my personality, but one of the words that you said will be front and center from the moment that I begin. I want people to know that service is non-negotiable. Service is what the WIA does. They provide a service to our schools. And I want people to know that's a, that is our first and foremost goal is to provide a service. And so um, I'm a very collaborative, collaborative person. I love to, to work with others, to problem solve, to come up with ideas and, and generate conversation and find ways that we share a common ground and can work together forward. And so I hope that people will recognize that that is, that is my leadership style and that we're stronger as an organization when we work together to problem solve. I saved the best, in my opinion, for last uh, 125 years of the WIA. You are the first woman to ever hold the executive director position. I could see your face lighting up. What is the significance of that to you? The, the honest truth is that until I read it, in black and white on Todd's press release on Friday. It never really hit me that in 125 years, that this is the first opportunity that a woman has been given to lead our organization. And it's powerful. It's powerful to me as a female. It's powerful to young females out there that we hope aspire to be coaches, to be athletic directors, to just to be in any leadership position, not just in the world of athletics. And so uh, until I read it in black and white, it really did. I really didn't fully grasp uh, how big that really is. But I'm I'm really proud that I'm I'm the one that I've been given that opportunity. And my goal is to make other females very proud that I've set an example that they're happy to follow. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was, that was something that's kind of mind blowing. What does breaking that barrier signify? I guess truly what it does is that it, it takes down barriers. That's what it comes down to that really, truly there are no more barriers. And so let's just talk about the fact that it doesn't really matter what we look like, where we come from, who we are. If we can come together to share our visions and share ideas and roll our sleeves up and work really hard together for kids, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter what we look like or who we are. 
as long as our goals are the same and we, we are willing to work together to get there. Has it sunk in yet? No. How long do you it think hasn't. it'll take? I don't know. Probably until Dave is completely done and until he is enjoying retirement fully, I think that day then it will truly sink in that stuff. This this is this is time. It's time now. Congrats to Hauser on the new gig. I'm sure she's going to do a great job down there like she's done the last six years under Dave Anderson. That's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. If you have any episode ideas, feel free to email sports at WSAW.com. But until next time, thank you for listening and take care. Take care.